hello everyone, this is Dr. Williams and another career moments conversation with Dr. Williams. So, but this time around, I'm going to be deviating. It's not just career, it's something I'm passionate about. So today is going to talk about um, the work we do in community. So I am here with, sometimes I feel like I should prophesy into his life that he's a doctor, he's a professor because of the amazing things that he does. So. Today I'm here with somebody amazing and I'll just tell you his name. He will now tell you everything about himself. Uh, his name is Joshua Emmanuel Uchenna and he's the CEO and founder of P. George um, Diabetes Foundation. It's called PDF P. George Diabetes Foundation. So um, here with me is P. George and he's going to tell us about himself and I'll be asking him um, things about how he's doing his work and I think I'm going to tell him the name. I will be calling him very soon. So you're welcome, Joshua. Uh, good morning again. Yeah, good morning, Dr. <laughs> yes, you know you can call me Dr. Weyons. Don't worry about my long name. <laughs> yes, yeah, so, so tell me about how did we come about PDF? Tell me about yourself and about your organization. Okay, uh, my name is Joshua Emmanuel Uchenna, um, the founder of P. Josh Diabetes Foundation, um, member of the Bicycle Voices of International Diabetes Federation. Um, I'm an international diabetes educator and advocate. And so I think I should end there. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I know you. I so, know you talk too much. Yes, yeah, so I think I should end there. So, um, the PJS Foundation is, is not actually um, what I I plan to do in my life. When I was in school, most times people ask me, did you plan to do this when you were in school? Um, how did you come about it? You know, uh, I'm a Christian and I believe much in purpose. I believe much in divine direction. So um, PJS Foundation is just a product of um, divine direction and purpose. Uh, there, there, there are much things to share about um, about PJS Foundation, about high school and everything. So, um, short maybe very soon, my my second book will be uh, will be available, and the book is just talking about my story thus far, my journey thus far. So, um, in the book, there is lots of um, stories, lot of things um, to share um, about you know about me. But I'm not really a person I like talking long or writing um, long stories and things. So PJS Foundation started in 2015, November 2015. So I was, I was um, with a community organization, like an NGO. So it was a contract job I got with them until I left school 2015. I, I remember the 30th of November 2015, I asked God, what do you actually want me to do in my life? Uh, as a fresh graduate from the university, I I love writing and I, I'm an inspirational speaker. Most times, I I love writing, so I just said in my spirit, man, I should um, write. I get a book, I get a paper, I get a book and a pen, which I did. I saw myself writing diabetes, and I was like, what? Like this natural what I wanted in my life. I wanted to, you know, go to Lagos or Portacourt get a good job, maybe one big hospital or a company, you know? Like, actually, I'm not from a wealthy family. 
No, I know I managed to get to school. So I needed to get a very good job, you know, to assist, assist the family and a lot of things. But I saw myself doing this, like, writing about diabetes, and I found out like, wow, it's going to be a charity stuff. I was like, but I don't even know what an NGO means during <laughs> my school, during my final year. I don't even know what NGO means. Like, I can't even, I've never heard about NGO. Like, I've been about WHO, UNICEF. Uh, I don't know what they mean. I don't, I don't know what, I don't know, I don't know that they, that NGOs. I just thought that they are just organizations. I don't even know that they are NGOs. So that was how, um, I, I was paid 20,000. That's why I gave my parents some money, about thousand paid price, and then the rest, I used it to buy, um, check machine mm-hmm. and um, blood pressure machine. So I started trekking around, trekking around Aba. I just stayed Aba and I was trekking. Uh, I became a diabetes evangelist. I was mm. stop on the park, I was stop on the road. I asked people, have you heard about diabetes before? Like, they said, eh, yes, no, yes, no. Then I would stand on the road on the, in their shop, in their workshop. And I was talking to them in their parks. In Keke, where the park, I don't know, I was talking to them, see what diabetes is. Like, they literally know them. Like, they literally know about diabetes. You know, yeah. the, more you, the more you do something, the more you get better, the more you know more, like, you get to know more about it. Yeah. You know, even as a medical doctor, when you, leave, when you leave school, you don't know everything. You don't, you don't, even, know, you don't even know much. After your hard job, you start uh, knowing. But so, I was sharing the little I know, talking to them, telling them the standards in terms of diabetes. I was trekking, trekking a very long distance. I have to trek because I don't really have money to enter KK or bus. I have to within that. The pressure was so much. I can't even control the pressure. I can't even stop, you know. But I remember most times, most times, if I come, most times, this morning they give me like 200 naira. Like, I'll be like, God, thank you. I got money. Oh, hey, I got 200 naira. This is something I'm a graduate, though. I don't know. I've, I've, I've finished school. I don't have it for NYC. I'm a graduate, like, my mates are a bit busy, earning 100, 100,000, like 80,000, 100,000. I'm busy, happy that somebody bashed me 200 naira. Hey, my parent, my mom was like, mom was like, what is all this? I should, I should, I should stop this. Like, that was a secondary school near my side. The mom said, if I'm not to go look for, as in, okay, let me, let me go to that school. I'm teaching, even if it's 10,000 naira, they're paying me. But I was like, if I should, Take off the ten thousand at uh, the school job. When will I have time to continue my diabetes advocacy? When will uh, the vision will just die? You know, parents. I don't blame them, sure, because it's um it's normal. Every parents want their child to to do well for their life. You know, mm-hmm. uh, so I don't even blame blame them. Like, it was, it wasn't easy. I expected them to support, at least to encourage me, but you know, because of the family background, where they are coming, where I'm coming out from, we need, we needed the money seriously. And then you are now there doing uh, evangelism of diabetes. As far <laughs> and nobody was paying you. I, I, I remember there when I went to, there was this hospital, this hospital uh, very close. No, it's not close to me. I have to take a very long distance. No, I had no money. So I needed to, I, I just had this idea to, um, this um, desire or passion to reach out to those in hospitals that are with diabetes. As in, you have to get money now to go for the hospital station. But I don't have money. So I said, okay, but thank God I has I had um, vehicle streams and I have a machine. I have an architecture. Then architecture was very cheap. 
Of course. I just did was around that kind of 2000 naira. No, in 2000, you can get like 50 strips. Yeah. Unlike, unlike now, now you have to take strips now, perhaps around 500. Yeah. Then you found, <laughs> so, so I had to, I had to go to the hospital. Like, I was going to the hospital for one month every day, every morning, because I had to take them, the woman had a fasting blood sugar level. So the hospital can record, but the woman could not afford to pay for the constant sugar test. We don't have a machine. Hmm. She doesn't have a machine. So I had to go to the every morning. Around that five, five o'clock, I woke up after a morning in the house. I started going to the hospital under the rain or cold, sun, wherever I'm going. I remember one day my mom asked me, How much are they paying you? How much is this man paying you? I said that she's not paying me anything, you know. I'm just doing it. She said, what is that? <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I was like, ah, oh God, please no. I was depressed though. I was depressed because I expected them to, I wanted them to see what I'm seeing, to yeah. see. I don't, as I expected them to know how I'm feeling, the passion. Because the truth is that my parents are not diabetic. I'm not diabetic. So how did and, you get uh, into this? That's what they'll be wondering. <laughs> yeah, so I'm not diabetic, and I'm nobody's not diabetic. My family, apart from this apart from last day, my uncle told me that my grandmom. Um, um, that they are suggesting that she died of um, undiagnosed diabetes because she had um, hyperglycemia and she was she was put she was put on the destrose no normal yeah. saline or something and oh. that's how she entered the um, coma um, coma she had she entered coma and then she couldn't wake up she died from there so I found out that maybe she 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 had diabetes but then I, nobody had diabetes in the family nobody so it was just God calling me to do this because. Uh, there in the in the in the community that that's the first place I got a job. I was seeing people living with diabetes. Uh, not actually they're living with diabetes, but they they, they come to their sugar level. Some some of them their sugar level get high, mm. and they don't even know that they, they are scared. They are scared of the diabetes. They don't even know how to go about it. And that was how everything started. That was how I never knew. Um, I, I never knew that they were going to get to this point. Mm. I didn't, I just knew that all I had and all I have and all I'm still having to now is still determination and faith. Mm. Everything you see me achieve, everything you see me do, it's all faith, it's all determination, just faith, faith. I, I, I don't have physical cash to do some things, but I just believe that faith provides and faith does things. And, you know, God, what is the heart of everyone? Mm. You know, um, if, if your heart, if your desire or whatever your if your motives are right before God and before man, he always back you up. Yeah. What I'm doing today is not be, I'm not doing it because uh, there's no job in Nigeria or because uh, because I want to do what others are doing. I told you I don't know what NGO means. I don't even know. I've heard <laughs> people say that NGO, NGOs, they have money. Then I don't even know what NGO means. I don't even know the meaning of NGO. I don't even know that. There's something called NGO. I don't even understand. I don't even. I just said, what's all this? That's that. Seriously, I just started going. Mm. That's that. I started going and you know, consistency, and, consistency every day. Yeah. Every day, every day. Uh, I've been, I've been, I've been to this. <laughs> ha. 
See, okay, I, I, I really, it, it, every time you talk, because it's true, Dr. Izini, we got to connect, and every time we talk, I, and any time I watch, I listen to your videos, I listen to uh, what you're talking about, your writers, you've even invited me to talk, I see that passion, and what interests me is, you are not diabetic, it's not where people say, I got this burden, and then I'm doing it, or this was my challenge, and then I did it, you're doing it out of inspiration from the Lord, and it's takes me to the book of the in exodus and where god said i have given this man bazel this skill i've given him this skill of craftsmanship how to design so it's like god is endowing you and god said okay this diabetes this is what you're going to preach and it's so amazing where i get to see your whatsapp status i get to see everything people from all over the world your book i read and i was so 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 like oh my god that if this book which we may commonize and like what are you talking about you know diabetes can go so far to reach out to people not just even africans people outside africa it tells you that what god has asked you to do it is not for yourself it is not about you it's not about making a name for yourself it is about glorifying him with the work and that's why i like when you said something about purpose so today, why I really, 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 it's all because of this passion, this whole thing, going out on the street, trekking. And I, the last time I, I saw your photos, the ones I asked you to send, when I went to them and I was like, a lot of people are online. A lot of people are online. They do a lot of advocacy, advocacy. It's not a bad thing. It's a good thing. It's reaching out to the online community. But I still feel that the grassroots still needs it more because we know the kind of arrangement we have in Nigeria and I saw you in the market how do you how do you how do you address that challenge with sure you know those people who are inside car that have megaphone and it's like a scripted thing where they sell those fake drugs and those yes. concussions yes. how do yes. you now address how have you been able to address that and say I am going to be on the streets to demystify and scatter that table that you people say if I take this vitamin, my diabetes will go away. If I how have how do you daily overcome? How do you break that table that has been planted in the people's body? Okay. Um the markets and the past artists started the the I told you, yes, like God actually. I'm not, I don't, I don't like sounding very spiritual because no, I don't like, spiritual. It's all of us. We are spiritual children. We are spiritual. I don't like sounding very spiritual. I don't know. Do you know why? Because as a, I don't like sounding very spiritual, but it is that I can't just run away from it. Of course. I can't just, I can't just run away that God speaks and God talks. God gives ideas. The market and parts actually started like the idea came up. I just said myself, I just said, I just had it my spirit. Market and pack outreach. I was like, I, I'm a very shy person. People don't know. People don't know this aspect of me. I'm a very shy part, if not for diabetes. As in, diabetes advocacy has made me better. When I was in the university, I can't eat when a lady's around. <laughs> as in, I will, I will wait till she goes out, or I can't eat. I can't, I can't, I'm a very shy person, very, very shy person. So, but I'm better now because of diabetes advocacy. So, that market and pack outreach. It's naturally a very, a very big challenge to me. Imagine going to the parks using my phone mm -hmm. to talk to crowd of people and ah. So, but the, the main purpose there is is that 
to let people know that first, Bible is not a death sentence. Mm -hmm. Let them know that it is not a spiritual attack. Mm. In Africa, in this part of the world, everything is spiritualized, yes. you know? And um, I've seen a lot of people die from diabetic foot ulcer or diabetic um, gangrene, you know? They have wound in their leg. These of them going to the hospital. They start going from one prayer house to another, or from one church to another, from one native house to another. At the end of it, they still end up in the hospital where it's either amputation or loss of life. Mm -hmm. I've seen number of persons lose their lives to diabetes cancer. So um, in the market or in the parks or everywhere, everywhere, wherever I am talking, I'm talking to people, I try to tell them that it's not a spiritual sickness. Yes, I know that as Christians, we understand the place of um, devil, yes. but medically speaking, this is not a spiritual life. This is not a diabolic stuff. Go to the hospital if you if you, if you notice you are you are you are frequently you are rest thirsty you are this you are having the signs and symptoms of diabetes at least the signs and symptoms for them and especially see a doctor if you notice the wound in your leg is not healing as mm -hmm. fast as possible see a medical doctor don't see a pastor a pastor is not a doctor don't see a native <laughs> doctor a native doctor is not a medical doctor don't mm -hmm. see I don't start calling on that medical medical team but don't yes. just See a medical practitioner, whatever, whether nurse, this a nurse we understand, a medical license we understand. Just see a medical practitioner to guide you, mm -hmm. to instruct you on what to do, than going to one prayer house or another and all those things. So with that aspect, the nurse did not find out that, oh, wow, so this is actually what is sent to me. Mm. And then they start, uh, that issue of, the, I remember the last first pack attitude we did, the man is diabetic. He's still taking herbal medicine and, um, Orthodox medicine, like normal, um, uh, normal uh, med for me. I was yes. like, no, you have to stop. He said, okay. He said, okay, let us continue with the herbal medicine and stop the uh, med for me. I said, no, <laughs> you have to stop the herbal medicine. When? Do you know the concentration of the herbal medicine? What about your kidney? I don't know. He said, okay, okay. He now said, he now promised me that he's going to stop the herbal medicine. And of course, we are Africans. I'm not saying that the herbal medicine is bad. Yes. But, but the issue is the concentration and there are a lot of things to put in concentration when talking when discussing about herbal medicine. So you have to stop that. So when, when we go to these plants and markets, we tell them let them know what diabetes is. Let them know. We tell them I tell them what diabetes is, tell them the signs and symptoms, let them know that it's not that it's not a death sentence. Let them know that anybody can be diagnosed with diabetes, study type one diabetes. Anybody can have diabetes, whether rich or poor, whether big or slim. Mm -hmm. Then there's no spiritual sickness. And then mm -hmm. the issue of the harbor stuff. I, I remember the last time we did the market activity, the woman asked a question, but they get they, they engage and engage them in questions. Yeah. You know, that's the fun of it. They ask yeah. questions. You know, but I feel may started in the market and parts. They ask questions, and one of one of the women asked me, uh, does this thing cure diabetes? Does, does this <laughs> drug cure diabetes? After, after her that tell them that no. Medical speaking, there's no cure for diabetes. I know that many people will tell them that this supplement cures diabetes, yes, this yes, drug cures diabetes. Yes. I told them that no, medical speaking, there's no cure to diabetes. It's only managed. And we hope to get a cure one day. So with this aspect, you know, they're getting, they'll be like, oh, thank you very much. Thank you. They're excited, asking questions. But we don't just um, educate them. We also take few persons. Because of our limited resources, you can't take everybody in the market on the parks. Yes. So we take few persons to inspire others to go check their sugar level in hospitals or wherever. Yes. So it's, it's so awesome, you know, raising their awareness, letting it them is. know. 
it is because the joy of it because i feel that is real to be honest that is what i feel is the real health promotion or when we say we are going out to do outreaches this is it and i like that it is coming from an angle of it is god-led it is not about a paparazzi it is not about I, I did it and then I, no it's serious it is not about i did it and then i took pictures because really to do the real thing to meet the real people those are the people they tell that this thing is going to work for them imagine from going maybe from abato onicha and the bus in the bus because the last time i did um i did onicha to okija the bus was going to Inevi. I could, as in for the beginning of the journey till I got to Okija, it was more or less like, if you try this, if you try this, and then you couldn't demystify it because first of all, you knew half of the things were wrong, but who are you to now demystify it? But when people come with concrete information, then I was still like, I was about 16 years, but I knew that most of the things the man was saying was wrong. So again, I went to Lagos, I do my work in Lagos, and I keep hearing it, even in Wobi, I keep hearing it, the car comes in and out every day, every day. And people, people even come and ask me, they say, well, say if I take this thing to work, if I take, so I have to start breaking it down because not many people are online. Not many people have access to communities online that will be able to ask questions or to have one-to-one. -one. So this act, it is a, a different kind of evangelism. At the same time, you're not only reaching the person's body, you're also talking to the person's mind. It's not only about pastor, pastor. It's also about knowing your body, understanding your body, knowing when to go to meet a pastor, knowing when to go to meet a doctor. And that is really brilliant. Another question I have is, since these people are not online, how do you now create a community for those who have heard this gospel, this evangelism that you have done? This evangelist Joshua has come to talk to us about diabetes and <laughs> how it affects us. How then do you now follow up with them? Because it's not easy going to do outreaches. How do you now, you know, when you evangelize, you will now bring them back to the church. So now, how do you now gather a community? Is it a challenge or is it something that people should look forward to? You go for an outreach. This is people that you find, people start asking questions, asking questions. So what do we now do? What do you do to keep that follow-up to those, especially the diabetic ones? Um, in, our, in our artifice, first of all, uh, that's how we run our artifice. Okay. Most times, we have different packages of our artifice. Most times, we go to the community or to the church ourselves. Yes. So most times, so most times, I understand people, when you bring yourself to them, they don't put, some, they don't put value on it. Mm -hmm. Recently, I've got, recently, I've stopped, recently, I, I'm not having issues with going to churches for artists. When you go for, when you tell a church people that want to come to reach out to them, the same value they will place on you is not the same value they will place on you when they are the one calling you for the artist. Yeah. So it's, it's something, most times when you come, when you come to them, they'll be like, yeah, yeah, you're stressing them or you're trying mm. to say something like that. But when they come to you, then, uh, but in our communities, we have so many ways of artists. We can go to the community ourselves, or somebody, for example, you, you can decide to invite us to your community. And then we tell you, see what it takes us to come to your community. Um, we have to buy these trips, we have to pay for transport, and everything will now give you a budget of what it will cost to host a full-blown community artist. And remember, what we do is only diabetes. We don't, we're not eating, we're not eating malaria or hepatitis or yes. focusing on only diabetes, blood sugar level, and check your blood pressure, check your weight. Everything has to do with diabetes. Then give drugs to those that are diabetic and educating them. Now, for the follow-up stuff, for the follow-up stuff, we don't have a record 
of here we keep uh, we have a we take records of our, our people that we see those those that are diabetes they also take their numbers too yes. and most times we also call but you know this is not just easy follow yes. up it's not just easy you know it's not just easy but i hope to keep on getting better and you know putting up structures on structures of how to keep on following them up you know at first when we started pediatric foundation uh, when i said pediatric foundation i i didn't know that a time will come when when we'll be empowering people empowering when we'll be buying insulin but i i had desire that one day because you know as it, around them that kind of 216 217 i started knowing what ngo means yeah. i said entering points you know some ah, ngo is not a, it's not a joke oh. you have to be <laughs> buying drugs or people, oh. you have to be you have to be paying for school fees though as, ah me i never eat self i would like to pay for people and i have me, me i'm looking for my, my own money like as, ah, yeah. I, said, ah, I just have faith that yeah. ah, i said i was so, I, i told myself that one day i'll be buying insulin for people one day i'll be buying drugs for people and today we are doing it of course, every like month i see that 3000 so yes that that 3000 i know last year you always say 3000 or 1000 i need 1000 how how much is an insulin given the insulin bottle insulin bottle insulin bottle the list price is 5000 and most patients combine they combine two insulin either the short acting or long acting yes. depending on doctor's prescription yes. so and um, you know, so most of them have need about 10000 every month hmm. Some needs five thousand, so it depends on person's insulin. So like right now, like right now we have um, Samson buying insulin for him every month. I buy, I send him ten thousand to the financial every month. You know, most times this is this is this is a very sacrifice. Most times I have zero in my bank account, but I, but I'm raising, I'm shouting, I'm I'm on Facebook or WhatsApp. Please, we need money for some. I'm not talking about myself. Like I've never, yeah. you know, start telling people about. I will do that when I'm led to do that. When I'm led to do that, you know. So, but today we are buying insulin for people. Like this is only this same Samson, same type. This this same type one that the thing boy was sent out by his parents because he's diabetic. Is mm. is in worry. He was sent out by. His I remember you going all the way it. to worry. I know when you. Yes, went I went all the way from Abba to worry. I stayed yes. all to I stayed on the road all to the all to as in all to the day from Abba to worry. I first got to Benin because I don't have where to sleep. I had to. I don't sleep in a hotel, but I wanted to save the money. I give to Samson. That mm. was on my birthday. That was on my birthday. I remember. I was the, following the story. I was. I yeah. think I was in so, Lagos at that time. Yeah. So I came back and you know reached out to him. Now we sent him to to a terrorist school. We paid the we paid two two years for him and forty thousand naira and everything. So he's now he's now like learning and he's in this morning. He sent me a picture of himself. He's looking very refreshed and very good. You see, I didn't know that the time will come when we parent people. Mm. No, I thought it was just uh, taking blood sugar level. Uh, <laughs> But now it's not advanced to yeah. um, empowering people, empowering somebody, sending somebody to school. To of school. course. You know, a time we also come when we will not just send them to school. We also maybe get them a job or get them something. Like, you know, it is advancing. Missions are growing. Yes, you know, you, you are you are you are empowering them, and 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 I love that because um when you talk about diabetes, aside other amongst all the other non-communicable diseases, hypertension, stroke, you still need to empower the people. So I I love mm. the fact that it is not a one God is God is 
advancing you so now you've put him in tailoring school uh it's not every time you'll be sending him the ten thousand, but you've empowered him to be able to learn because in the next three four years you'll be showing and you'll be able to take care he will now become yes. an advocate of diabetes and say oh you can survive you can do this so the chain keeps continuing you have not just yeah. changed a man's life in terms of disease or illness you've changed a man's life holistically you've changed his life you've empowered him you've given him food to eat so um, again, and that is what Jesus came to do for us. He did not just, he came for the sick people. He did not come for those who are very well. He came for the sick people. He empowered them. He gave them all. He said, I've given you power to become what? To become witnesses, to become this, to be this, to be that. And that is what he's telling us to also do for those who are sick. And I really love that. Uh, surely things will be advancing. Surely the support group is a struggle. It is all that. So one last question or two last questions I have for you. Do you think we can take this if churches are reluctant and they don't really place value? What about schools? Have you ever thought about bringing it into schools? Because normally our system doesn't really check the health of children to know that they have diabetes. So what do you think for schools? Is this something that would work for them? Like first term, second term, third term, you check them regularly. Yeah, we do. We do host um, school last week. Just that since since then um, the COVID nineteen stuff came up, we've not done that since last day. I do hold school access. Every fact, it gives me more joy talking to students. Yeah. on type one diabetes. Let them know what diabetes is. But I believe that if the children are enlightened about diabetes, they will help us to enlighten their parents at home that we may not have contact with. Okay. No, when they get back home, mommy, mommy, you know that they talk about diabetes today. You know, then their mother will what is diabetes? How you know it? Therefore, they have enlightened their friends about that. So, I, we do host school activities. We do host school activities. Just that, instantly, because of the COVID 19, and then even now, I don't even know the system is comfortable again. And school will close today and open tomorrow. Close yeah. today. So, <laughs> well, maybe when things get back to normal, we also keep back. We reach out to play every place schools, churches, even banks, mm. even banks, even uh, communities, every place organizations police stations that's barracks. why that's why that's why i said you are you are head evangelist now you don't see <laughs> you are going to different places okay so yeah. one last thing what would you tell a young person who's saying ah this oga joshua this thing you are doing is making sense so how ah, there's brain in it i love your passion how do i get into it what do i do what would you tell that young person that is saying come and be my role model okay um I keep on saying this, like, I remember my, my book I'm probably, I'll, I'll, I'll be um, bringing up soon. Uh, first of all, our motive matters a lot in things. If your motives are right, what you do will stand the test of, the te the test of time. Mm. If your motives are right. Our challenge is, is that many youths of these days, many persons have the wrong motive. That's why things don't last. That's why they struggle in things. That's how they struggle. Recently, there are many testimonies. I've seen God. I've seen God proving himself that he actually the one that gave this vision. I've seen diverse, diverse kinds of God. Recently, we are trying to start, we are, we are using funds right now to buy a bus mm. for the foundation. Yes. And the bus is about 12,000 pounds. Like a doctor in the UK have taken it up, they took it up herself to start raising the funds. And you know, like people, 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 people see, people watch. For example, you can't connect with me now because he saw me do something. I know, I know that he must have watched me for a long period of time. 
before you feel comfortable to even talk with me or to tell me, ah, um, let's discuss about this. Yeah. So if that's how that's something to do with something with God, our motive matters a lot. What is your motive? Before you start up anything, check your motive. Just sit down and think about your motive. Why do you want to do this? Most people are doing this, most people are doing some things because of what they will get from it. The money they will get, the fame they will get. Mm. But the truth is that, yes, money will come. Fame will also come. But it shouldn't be your motive. Your motive should be to impact people's life. Especially when it comes to an NGO as a ministry. Yes. It's not everybody that is called to run an NGO. It's not everybody that is called to run an NGO. Because if this is a cause for who sacrifice, if you're not called for it, my brother, my sister, you can't just do it. It's just like, just like everybody now, everybody wants to be a pastor. If you're not called to be a pastor, you keep on struggling and at the end, you, keep on, you just keep on messing up, messing up this, the whole stuff. Yeah. So not everybody that is called to do it. Make sure that you are called to do it. I told you that before I started, I heard, I was convinced enough to know that this is God speaking. I never stayed one day and I don't, I told you, I don't even know what NGO means. Yeah. So it's not even that I read in a book or that I have studied people and find out that ah, NGO, they have money or something. Or I don't even know what NGO means. So make sure that you are called to do what you are called to do. And there's mm. not enough knowing that you are called to do it. Now make sure your motives are right. Mm. Because most people doing some things started up on the, on the good note, but on the, uh, on the wrong run, they, they, they diverted. My motive from day one, November, yes, I started December 1st, 2015, has been my motive to today. Today's date, I don't know, today's date, I don't know. Yes, whatever today's March 2021. Yes. That's my motive. That has been my motive to save people's lives, to talk to, to use my, 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 my profession or whatever, whatever my knowledge I have, my blessings, my, my influence skills, to save people's lives. Your yeah, my skills. Knowledge. It has been my motive from day one. Yes, I'm not saying that um, God, has, God has not been blessing me one way or the other, but the truth is that he that gives receives. Yeah. But let your motives be right. Let your motive be right. So as a young person, you want to start up something with your life, make sure that you are called to do it. And two, make sure your motives are right. Then get determined about it. You know, then be focused about it. I've never, I've followed, I've taken some time to follow every great person. Bill Gates, even some top pastors, um, Amazon, um, some top medical doctors. But as a medical doctor, you can't just, you can't, you can't break some, some ground if you, if you're not being, if you're not either a specialist or a consultant, or you must specialize in something. Or even as a GP, you must be good in something. That's what I'm saying. So, be consistent in one particular thing. Don't today you are selling you are, you are selling drugs. The next day you're talking about cancer. The next day it's diabetes. The next day it's the next day it's HIV. The next, the, next, the next day, the next day, oh no, 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 no. It's back losses. The next day, what is your what are you building? Mm. From the from day one, November, December 1st, 2015, to today, 16th of March, 2021. I have been posting about diabetes from day one. Every day, I post about that every day. Take how many years now? Every day. Yeah. Even when I was in NYC, even in camp. Yeah. Even in camp, they took so my phone. I had, to, I had to find another way to, I had to borrow phones from my, from my, from my, from my bunk meds to be posting on diabetes every day. So be consistent. I've never talked about any other thing apart from diabetes. 
So the challenge is that most of our youth are not focused. We're not mm. consistent. Today you're talking about cancer. Today you're talking about HIV. Today you're talking about malaria. What are what are you known for? Mm. You you are only as in if only people can be consistent to one particular thing. At least for the meantime, I'm not saying that you should not diversify, but at least build a build build a new build a brand on one thing. Then yeah. maybe as soon as progress, you can start putting your hands in. So you can put your hands, you can start putting your hands in other ventures, but at least be known for a particular thing. Yes, so, I, I think I like what you're saying because sorry to cut you because uh, yeah. it's one you, because now you can say diabetes and HIV. Diabetes, but first of all, your foundation has to be diabetes, and it, it will take God's direction to say, yeah, Joshua, yeah, come and enter diabetes and HIV or diabetes yeah. and. You know, you cannot just be zigzag left, right, and center. Yeah. No, yeah. because, because um, the world is preaching, you need to have multiple streams of income. <laughs> <laughs> so I like this advice of you have to be focused and be consistent. You need to build your foundation right. Uh, I really love that, Joshua. Thank you very much. You have more things to say. Sorry that I caught you, but it was too sweet. I could not just stop the evangelist. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not an evangelist, so we <laughs> Ah, this my honorable evangelist, my evangelist about diabetes, health evangelist. <laughs> <laughs> ah, it's been yeah. nice to really, really talk with you. And I really learned a lot, especially this last part, be consistent, build a foundation. If God not call you, no go shook your head for inside. And then that is really, yeah. really important. I really love how you are going. I pray that the Lord will continue to keep you. The Lord will continue to strengthen you. I know we are not talking about the spiritual back things, the spiritual backside of the challenges that happen, the spiritual warfare that happens before you go into a community, before you go to a church. We don't talk much about those things, but we know that you have to fight some battles for you to be able to go and stand in the park, for you to go and stand in the marketplace and be talking about diabetes. Um, those are things that maybe one day we will talk about the warfare you have to fight even as um, you doing an NGO. And that is why I like you are emphasizing on purpose. You need to hear God needs to lead you because there are some things you face. You'll be like, oh, more, I did not bargain for this kind of thing. And the thing of faith, everything has to do with faith. And your motive, what is your motive? Is your motive to save life or to be famous or to make money? You need to weigh your motive. But that's why it's very interesting. Uh, man purposes, God disposes. That's why God he weighed the, he say he weighs the affairs, he weighs the intentions of your heart. As a man thinketh, God still weighs it. So and he directs, he decides what he does. So thank you so much, Josh. Um, you can visit Josh's um P Josh Diabetes Foundation online. Um, don't worry when I'm sharing, I will share the website. He talked about a bus. If you are willing, please make donations because it's a ministry, it's a beautiful thing to be part of. Um, as many as many ways that you think you can bless him if you want him to come to your community if you want him to come to your school please feel free to reach out to him he's amazing if you want him to speak Igbo or pidgin english for you to to do your to do the work as much as you can support this to save the lives of people who are living with diabetes children mothers um elderly people please do support him um next time um i'll see you guys maybe with something more um crazy you can never tell what dr Royal is going to bring up but thank you so much josh god bless you you're welcome stay safe stay safe take care bye bye